You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That'll be the name of this episode. I want to be done in an hour. <laughs> Welcome back to the Handmade Podcast, episode 56, 56, 57. 56, 56. Ah, oh, 56. How you guys doing? Is it 56 or 57? It's that 56. Be, it's 56. Because sure? I write them down. I write it down uh-huh. as we write. As we go, I write the title and the show notes and the uh, links in a oh, notepad. You pay, you pay attention to that stuff? Yeah. Oh. Well, I I get the the thousand dollar Patreon money mm-hmm. goes You're right into my that bank from account. Us. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You guys don't realize we have thirty seven uh, high level patrons. Really? Wow. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean it's pretty great. It's a really great fraternity of uh, of gentlemen and women in that group, and they get access to some really unbelievable content. <laughs> I mean, if I do say so myself, <laughs> and I think that the value. I really think that we're the ones losing out. On yeah. the incredible well, maybe, value that they get. Maybe so if you go on Patreon.com, if you go on Patreon.com slash Handmade Podcast, you could find out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you could find out what you're missing. So what have you guys been up to? Paul, you go first. Anything good? Not, make, not making anything over the weekend. Just kind of... You're not making anything? No. I, I, was, at, I was working today, but... Over the weekend, I just kind of hung out, um, went to a concert at the new amphitheater in Bridgeport, which is actually pretty cool. Um, and I broke. Did you get stabbed outside? No, they had cops everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they. Have when they to. bring in like a nice venue to a shitty area, there's always that like yeah that little bit yeah, of they're like, guarding that thing like Fort Knox. Go. Otherwise, no one would come. But it's pretty cool. It's like it's brand new. The, the, they used to have like a minor league baseball team there, and they were terrible. So they just got rid of them. And they took That's the stadium the time. and they modified the whole stadium. Um, and put this whole like tent structure around it. Uh, so you, I guess if it's raining, you could still have shows and stuff. It's really cool. There's like food trucks and like a beer garden and different food vendors and 
It's nice. Yeah, Did I you see this... that crazy one out in the desert? No. The Which one, Red Rocks? Yeah. Oh, Red Rocks, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fucking crazy. It's like a natural amphitheater. That's cool. Yeah, well, I've been there. Up, it's very yeah. cool. Is it really? You can just go there. When there's not a show, you can just go there. People go and, like, work out there and, like, yeah, run, run up and up down there. the steps. Yeah. There's a, there's actually a really cool hiking trail that goes, like, in the mountains behind it. So you Wait, can walk on the trail. Colorado? It's in Colorado. Okay. It's in uh, Colorado Springs. It's, like, That's 45 cool. minutes outside of Denver. It's not in Malden. I knew that. No. It's definitely not in Malden. No. Malden does not have uh, the Red Rocks. Yeah, it has we got, we got the train Mountain. station. We got yeah, Mountain. but that's not in Malden either. No, it is. It's just not. Look, Red Rocks. It's just a little mountain. It's kind of like a hill. Oh, okay. They call it Wade Mountain. Interesting. Yeah. Have you summited it? Have you gone to the summit? Uh, with my car. I drive up there. Interesting. And just park. When you get to the top, is there a little store that sells stickers? Like when you go to Mount Washington that says, like, I made it to the top with the elevation. And it's like 152 <laughs> feet above sea level yeah. or something like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> But I should sell those up. There. I should make stickers That'd for my shop huge. that say, I made it to make everything six feet below sea level. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, yeah. Negative 10. Good. That'd be good. Negative 10. Oh, God. Have you guys seen... We got a, another hurricane coming this way? I, or, I was, or well, rain? I was just going to say, have you guys seen any of the uh, the videos from New Orleans no. over the last couple of days? I just watched shop. one the other day. Uh, not the other day, this morning. It was all these security cameras and it was the morning it was oh, yesterday morning yes. and then yesterday yeah, afternoon and like the water it is, level it is unbelievable yeah. like and they're all at like firehouses and stuff and i mean they must be prepared like mm. their firehouses have to be like you know yeah. with, with big like floodgates and stuff but i mean the water level is eight to ten feet in some of yeah. these places i mean just baffling I was I was, I had seen like the tail end of one of those stories mm-hmm. and I was like man somebody's gonna trip over that wire and it was um, Bob Wire. It was the top of the Bob oh Wire fence, God. like it, because it was like doing the before and after. It was doing a bunch of them, and it was just wow. literally the wire, the top of the Bob Wire. I was like, Nine oh feet. my God, the water was eight feet high. Yeah, I was like, that just got to be crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at the. This is the one I looked at earlier, and it shows exactly like a six foot fence. And it's like you see the grass at 10 a.m. and then at 11:50, you don't see the grass anymore. It's all yeah. just it's gone. The whole fence is completely and and when I saw these videos, I literally had the thought of my shop with that much water in it, like you know waist height water in the shop, and just think about like the total loss that would occur in that moment, you know like yeah, and I mean I my space I don't think like physically could get to that point like the rain it would literally have to rain for like a week. Straight yeah. to get that much water. It would have to rain you know, three feet. It would have to rain three feet, exactly. Because, like, you don't get... This is all storm surge water. You know, yeah. this is like the levee. The levee can't handle it or whatever. But it's it's crazy. It's it's really a while. I'll put the video in the uh, description. I don't know who decided to so. make the city under sea level. It's like, hey, let's put yeah. the city right here under yeah. the level of the ocean. It's always going to flood every couple of years forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's basically what I did with my shop. Let's put the yeah. shop below sea level. But I, I tell you, a couple of weeks ago when it rained here like that, my street flooded and like it's totally flat like around my neighborhood. And I was like, I never thought my street would flood, and it flooded. And I was like, wow. I mean, it only went up to the curb. It's like six inches, but I didn't think it was physically possible for my neighborhood to get like that. You know? Yeah. But, 
it started to, but then it stopped. Yeah, it's funny. Right before uh, that hurricane hit New Orleans, I was on that website, uh, Woot.com. I don't know if you guys have ever used that, but it's like a, it's like a daily deal kind of website. And they had a deal on like um, these kind of like strangely Umbrellas. shaped. No, like these oh. tarps. It was like a five pack of tarps that were six by ten, which is kind of like a weird size. But yeah. then I ordered them because they were like pretty cheap. And I was like, I, I always use them for cover material and stuff. And they're just good to have. So then I saw some videos and photos from New Orleans. And what I saw a lot of people doing was they had like polypropylene nailed to the side of their building. And then that ran down. And then they had their sandbags on top of that. So that I guess as the water comes up, the sandbags are holding down the plastic. And the plastic becomes the, the barrier. Oh. So that the water can't get you know in. Because once the water goes over the sandbags, you're, you're done, right? Mm. So that's what happened to me the last time it flooded really bad was the water was so high outside. It went over the top of the sandbags. And I didn't have the big new pump. So I couldn't get that water out. I just had to wait for it to go down. So now that I got these other tarps, and hopefully they come before we get the remnants of that storm, which uh, by the time this podcast comes out, we'll be about to get it. We're supposed to get five inches of rain on uh, Thursday. I'm going to try and do that. And just, you know, hopefully between that and the pump, uh, the three pumps and uh, the sandbags, it'll all it'll all just uh, be okay. So... It's amazing how the sandbags hold back the water. That's what I was about to say. They really work. I know they do. It just so when they get wet, they like you're supposed to put them down dry and then like kind of compact them. There's actually a there's actually an army. I I looked this up uh, last year. The Army Corps of Engineers has a has a a guideline on how to properly stack sandbags so that they hold back water. There's actually like a there's a method to how you're supposed to do it. And the Army Corps of Engineers has like a pamphlet that I guess during these types of, you know, uh, uh, emergencies, they probably like give to people. But Uh you, dude, you need so many sandbags in order to do it like correctly because it has to be a pyramid and there has to be basically so much redundancy that there's no gaps. But if it's done correctly, it can hold back. I mean, as high as the the wall of sandbags is, it can hold Mm. back that much water, you know. So the way I have it is not ideal, but it at 100% keeps the water at bay. And now I've got the fucking 2x4 on its side glued to the floor. Do you guys see that? Mm-mm. Inside the wood shop, I've got a 2x4 on its side glued to the floor with silicone so that when the water gets in the wood shop, I at least have it like collected in a pool. And then I've got a pump that pumps it out. It sucks. I called about another building today. There's another building for sale in my town that I've always wanted to buy. And I called. Uh, I called about it today. So, how much your stories? Maybe they'll just give it to you, dude. Like seriously, this guy's got some problems. You know, so th- that was like this. Th- this other building that I, my friend's uncle owns, that I had wanted to buy. That he had like, he was holding the note on. It would have been like a perfect building. And I went to him basically with that. I was like, dude, like I need fucking help here. <laughs> like I was like, I, 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 you know, I want to buy your building, and he like knows me. Yeah, you know. Gone. And uh, no, he unfortunately it's not his to sell because he only holds the note. Yeah. But technically, the owner is the guy paying him, even yeah. though they haven't been paying. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's not really his to sell unless he fully foreclosed on the current owner. You know, then he could then he could do it. But um, 
So there's not really anything he could do. He's like, ah, I would love to sell it to you, but, you know, it's like, ah, oh, it sucks. Yeah. Would have been, uh, would have been a cool uh, situation. And he sold it so cheap, it would have been like, oh, it would have been such a score. But mm. maybe this other one will work out. I, I don't know. I always believe, like, the right thing comes eventually. Yeah, everything you know? happens yeah. for a reason. And sometimes you're just going to wait. Be yeah. patient, you know. I've been waiting. I'm on, I'm on year number five, dude. Mm. Year number five. In that 50, shop. 50 floods later. Seriously, 50 probably, floods. Probably, it's got to be at least 50 times you've had to I like, probably, I probably had 50, 50, 50 times where I've been, like, ready to throw up because I'm so stressed out about the water. Uh, That's for sure. That's the like, worst part, is the anticipation is the worst. It's the, it's the, like, oh, shit, like, you know, how are we going to do this week is just, like, the worst feeling. Because that's exactly how I feel right now. I'm basically, like... Like, you know, I had plans oh. to do something for work on Thursday and, and we canceled them anyway. But like, you know, I, I can't do anything. I can't be out of town because if we get this crazy storm and I'm not around, who's going to manage it? Like, you know, who's going to be there? How long were you in the shop before it flooded for the first time? Dude, you know what's crazy is so when I first moved in there. I didn't know that it ever he had was in flooded. A boat and he flooded into the shop. So, That's how he found so it. this is I, I've been, I've been slowly for five years slowly <laughs> working on a video about me building out that shop because when I first moved in, I filmed like everything I did there before I had a YouTube channel. I filmed it all mm. with a GoPro and I have time lapses of all this stuff and videos and clips and I just never put it together. But so when I moved in there, it had been vacant for eight years. I get the lease. Can't imagine or, why. Yeah, right? Ugh. So I, I get it. And the driveway at that point was like mud. I have photos of it. It wasn't gravel the way oh it is now. It was God. like basically all mud and dirt. But, you know, I was like, whatever. It looks fine. I went in there and it was dry inside or felt dry. So I started. I started power washing. You know, I got all the dirt off the floors. I started dry locking the walls. Then we got like a crazy. I, I My, my lease uh, took hold on July 1st, but I got access like June 15th. And we got one of those crazy summer storms. Mm-hmm. And I went in and the whole inside of the metal shop was fucking soaked. <laughs> and I was like, and it, all this dirt had washed in. And I was uh... like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? So I called my landlord and he's like, huh, I, uh, I don't know. He's he goes, I'm not stupid. aware. I'm not aware of any, any water issues there. And I had not kid. You ever hear of a hundred year flood? Don't Dude, worry about it. I hadn't even gotten <laughs> into my first month yet. Wow. hadn't even gotten into my first month yet and i was like holy shit so i i was like <laughs> so i i kept you know i kept messing with it and then we found the catch basin that i currently use as the the drain mm-hmm. and in it was a pump and in there was a cord that went into the building and i couldn't figure out where all this went to because there was so much mud outside you couldn't like tell so there was no power. There was no electric at the at the space. With a note tied to the cord right? that said, leave now. Yeah, and it had a piggyback switch on it, you know, like the plug with the plug <laughs> on it for the pump. So, um, and I didn't know who the last tenant was, so there was nothing I could do. And so I dug it out, and it was this little catch basin. It was like a foot wide. It was this t- tiny little cap, and I dug it out. It was filled with mud. I dredged it out, all that shit. And I got that working. Then it rained hard again. It flooded again. And I was like, I called the landlord and was like, dude, you got to do something about this. So he spent like six or seven grand having all that sludge. Like I, I had a company coming and do it, but he paid for it. 
all the sludge got taken out and then they put in like a 65 or an 80 gallon new concrete catch basin but not like a real dry well still pretty yeah. small oh. and um you know they fixed the pipe that was into it and then i went and like reconnected the pump and you know made sure everything worked and then i had those little tiny flood barriers the ones that are like three inches they're black and they expand mm-hmm. when they get wet first i used just those for like the first season thinking like oh if we get a heavy rain like at least i have these and then that's then like after the first summer I don't think I got any more floods, but I was building it out from June till October the first summer. And then the second summer was when it started to like have those bad floods where like the metal shop, I'd come in and the metal shop would have, you know, completely filled with water. Is everything completely rusting and all humid? Like, Oh yeah. Well, I have two dehumidifiers in the shop that are constantly running always. They've always been there. It still doesn't do enough for the humidity stuff. Definitely like surface rust. Um, in my space, but that's just kind of the nature of it. But I, but I dry locked all the exterior walls that are below grade before I moved anything in. I did, dude, I did it so much work. I worked for months to get that shop like ready. I like that shop. It's, it's a shame. It's, it's yeah. really, cool. I like the look of it and everything. It really is. It, it's really, yeah. really cool. It's just, when they uh, shot the TV commercial there and you get the, like the golden hour light comes in mm-hmm. from the, uh, from the West. Mm-hmm. in the in the evening it'll come in through the windows it's gorgeous in there you get like this amazing light mm-hmm. and it's like so bright you could turn off all the lights and still see everything that's mm. going on and it's got those big windows and it's so secluded like yeah. I really if that was your you property could it be regraded and stuff like to take care of the water or, or totally I, mean, I know it's not yours but like yeah. i mean could it be dealt with or is it like just one of those things that it's just always going to flood because it's because that's like how the Youngs, their place is. They're right next to a river, and their basement's kind of like, it's kind of like a pit. And I yeah. can't picture it. They have like two feet of water in the basement of their building, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like, I don't know if that. I mean, I don't think it's supposed to be like that, but it doesn't look like. Oh shit! You got water in your basement. It's kind of like how the, it is there. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, it's like it's like a it's like my basement. Like if my basement got water, it's like that's how they were. They just dug out basements. So, yeah, like, they're not you know waterproof basements. It happens, you know. But it's just too bad yours is like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've I've talked to a bunch of people about it, and I think that a lot of it is just the age of the septic system. There's probably just so much sludge and shit in the bottom. Mm. The problem is, without like. You really need to get in there and dig the first couple feet of dirt out and find where all the rings are. And then Mm -hmm. there's one other location, which is like, you know, where I keep my trailer, like kind of like in that parking spot. If you dug that out as deep as you could go and put like four rings right there Mm -hmm. and pitched all the water to that, you could probably manage all of the water Mm -hmm. to an extent. But the problem is the water, when it comes down, comes down so fast that I like I don't know what size grill could even t- like the water still has to move you know like you could have mm. all the ground ground preparations in the world but if the hole is only you know 30 inches wide and you mm. have to funnel 10,000 gallons 100,000 gallons of water into it it's still only going to move so fast so that's why like like I think that the pump setup like the the idea of using pumps the way that I do I, I think is actually pretty good because it 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 puts the water where it needs to go which is outside of my space you know mm-hmm. and i think that like if i had to do it if i could do it myself and do it again 
I would put a super, super deep well, as deep as I could possibly go, um, and I would still have an emergency catch basin with a pump that evacuated out to the street for that moment. But, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of ways that you could invest that money differently. Like, you ever seen those aluminum flood barriers where it's like an aluminum plate and it goes, like, in front of a door, there's a rubber gasket that gets installed like the around the door. English Channel, those ones, like yeah. So like when when we used to build when we used to build house big house on Long Island, right? If you'd put a basement staircase, you'd put a like a flood barrier at the bottom of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, the one of the last houses we did had like a 42 inch door into the basement, like a huge fucking door. And we bought a flood barrier, so it was uh, it was heavy duty aluminum C channel. It was really deep. It was like two inches deep, but only maybe like three quarters of an inches wide. And it had a rubber gasket inside it, and it had like forty thumb screws on each side, huh. and then thumb screws along the bottom that you could take out so they wouldn't get like broken off. And then it had a half inch thick aluminum plate that slid inside the C channel. And the idea was that if you were expecting heavy rain, you would put it in and you tighten down all the thumb screws and it would create a watertight barrier out mm. of that. So like before you went ahead and spent $75,000 in excavating that driveway, you could probably spend $12,000 and get those aluminum barriers three feet high and never get another drop of water inside that. I shop. was about to say, why don't you just have, you could have like a concrete, like a foundation, like forms put up and make a wall in front of the entire thing with openings where the doors are, and then just make yeah. like a removable barrier. Yeah, like dig down I mean, like a couple feet and put forms yeah. up and make like a two foot high wall or, or along the entire building. And then I just mean, put dude, I, I've I've thought in. about pouring. Yeah, I thought about uh, I was gonna buy like parking blockers. You know, like mm-hmm. the like the for for. A, parking lot yeah and i was literally just gonna cement like no like the small ones like you know the ones that are like like this high oh oh, no like a parking block whatever you want to call it and they make ones that are flat on the bottom i literally Mm -hmm. was just gonna cement those in along the three center doors Mm -hmm. and then if i ever needed to bring a big machine in, i would just break them out you know like but now what i think i'm gonna do is basically what i did with the two by four and i'm just gonna take like two by 12 and i'm just gonna silicone it down inside the doors in the metal shop that I very rarely open. I'm just going to glue a fucking piece of wood down. And then on the rare occasion, whatever it is once a year that I open those doors to bring in a machine, I'll just rip the glue out and I'll glue it back in, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's such a small cost, you know, it's like, what's it going to cost me? Like $200 in like silicone and two by 12. Like, why not? Just, just do it. You know? So I I don't know. It sucks. When I moved into this house, I was getting water. It was coming in through my back door. So my driveway was pitched back, and then the back of the house was pitched towards the house. So I had the driveway all done over. I had it pitched to my neighbors, and I had, like, a the whole thing dug out and ball stone put in there and a drain. And then I told the guy, I said, I want this, like, six feet up high. You know, he goes, it's going to cover your door. I was like, don't worry about it. So I did that. I freaking screwed the door shut, got a sawzall. I cut it flush at the ground level so when you're inside my basement – my door's like six or seven inches smaller, and the door's there, and that's the old, like, you know, was the old level. But I was yeah. Like, Screw it, man. I don't yeah. want the water coming in anymore. I don't give a shit. I'll make the troll door a little yeah. bit more smaller, you know? I mean, seriously, that's basically what I deal with now. I have to walk over sandbags every time I go yeah. into my shop, you know? It's like, yeah. um, and I don't know. I mean, 
I'm not going to be here forever. And and if Maybe if I did wind up owning the business, right? If I did wind up owning the building, I would, you know, I would try to incrementally like in you know invest reinvest into it. But like to put another, I spent over a thousand dollars on that pump setup that I got, mm. that new pump. That guy wants between, too much for that building. You got to wait yeah, till he too dies much. and his kids just sell it cheap or something. Yeah, or they list it for like eight million dollars because they think it's like you know. Oh, they, it's, they think they're gonna know, put like so luxury, like modern loft yeah. apartments in there. Good luck. The second I get wind of somebody wanting to sell that to someone other than me is the day that I stop paying my rent yeah. and I start putting that money into a piggy bank so that when I'm ready to move, I have the cash. You know, mm. like it's uh, it's too hard to evict somebody for me to get yeah. out to, for me to go quietly. I when I first moved in there. This is how, like, clueless my landlord was. So me and my friend Mike, we had just finished, like, wiring the whole shop. He'd been working on it for months. And he shows up one day, my landlord, because I didn't have a bathroom when I first moved in there because my bathroom is all the way in the machine shop. And so when I needed to use the bathroom, you'd have to go upstairs to the tenant upstairs. So my landlord walks in one day. He goes, you want a bathroom in your shop? I go, yeah, why? Is the flower shop lady moving out? He goes, no, I'm going to evict the guy across the driveway. He goes, you could just move your whole shop over into there. You said you wanted that space anyway. And I and I literally turned around and like went like like pointed to him. I go, dude, I've been working in here for three months. Mm. Three so months I've been fixing yeah. this place, and now you're just like, oh, why don't you just move? Mm. You know. So my friend who did the electric, he goes, dude, what's going to happen if he evicts you? I said, Mike, we will literally take every piece every, of conduit, yeah. every scrap of wire, every piece of copper. There won't be, and there won't be a thing left. If this, if if the landlord ever decided, because at that point I didn't know the guy, I didn't know if he was ever going to try to screw me, or if after a year he was going to triple my rent because he knew how much money I put into it, you know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he's a good guy. He really is. Like, and I've kind of known. He's a listener. We really you know? appreciate you. But you know, like, and and one time, you know what, you know what made me, what made me realize what kind of person he was. One of the one of the other tenants wasn't paying their rent, and he asked me if I had seen the guy, and. I said no because I, I wasn't going to rat on the guy. But I was like, no, nah, I haven't seen him. He goes, you know, he hasn't paid me his rent in like five months. Wow. And I was like, wow, that's, you know, that's terrible. And he goes, he goes, listen, he goes, I one time, he goes, I was two days away from bankruptcy. He goes, I was two days away from losing everything. He goes, and we got a big job and it saved my business, changed my life. He goes, I know what it's like to not have enough money to pay your rent. He goes, I would never kick anyone out. If they communicated with me and they told me their situation, he goes, I would never do that to someone. I've been there. And, you know, he was a, he's a extremely successful entrepreneur who started his own company and, you know, has made millions of dollars. And he, his big beef with this other tenant was that the guy's just ducking his calls for five months. And um, yeah. when he said that to me and like he was genuine, like, he, you know, he was looking right. He looked at me right in the face when he was like, I would never do that to someone. And I was like, wow, like, you know, a lot of landlords would just say, fuck you and call the lawyer, you know, after the first month, not wait five months. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's a shame that some people take advantage of people that are that. Well, that's you know, a, nice. it's funny you said that because I, I've been here 25 years and I have a two family and I've never raised my rent, not once on a wow. tenant and never, ever except my last tenant because I, I couldn't stand them. And, I mean, they were, like, as clean as could be, spotless, but they were just, like, assholes. They just complained about everything, you know? And, um, you know, I, I, I raised their rent 50 bucks after four years, you know, and they had moved into, like, a brand-new apartment. And I just always felt like, you know, and she used to, like, lie to me all the time about, like, the rent. She'd be like, oh, I left it on the mailbox. You didn't get it? I'd be <laughs> like, no. And they... 
I felt like saying, dummy, like, I have cameras. Like, I know you didn't leave it in the mailbox. <laughs> and then finally, like, I was straight with that. I was like, you know what? I don't give a shit, like, if you don't have the money, just, like, tell me. You know, because it was like, you know, I've paid my bills late. I've had mm -hmm. months where I didn't have enough to pay my, my, my bills. Like, I know, how, like, that guy, like, I know how it is. Yep. I would never embarrass somebody or make it a big deal. But it's like, don't lie to me, you know. Yeah. And thank God they mo literally moved out. I mean, you guys know right before COVID. And, you know, Massachusetts, they're still letting everybody live, you know, without paying their rent and yep. you can't kick them out and you're not getting relief like i would be what, what are the like, like what are they, they doing for landlords nothing like nothing. how is that yeah, even possible dude, about it I, people I don't people are living and in people, their cars because yeah. their tenants aren't paying their yeah. rents and they can't people afford their own their rent that's that's, they, that's, that's, that's so insane i know it's it, disgusting there's everyone, no relief for landlords everybody not to get political but everybody's yeah. back to work employers can't find anybody to work <laughs> like it ends this week uh, or next week so it, thank it's, god it's, because it's too Massachusetts, much everybody's still on it. i mean like i said i knew somebody that had a house that they had a firefighter that rented from them and he wasn't paying it's like dude you didn't lose your job yeah I mean, it's one thing somebody lost their job or whatever you don't want to see anybody you know out on the street or whatever but it's like if, especially if you're getting paid or whatever, it's like, why would you do that to somebody? It's like, you know, they got bills too. It's not like, you know, I Just own because you're a landlord houses. doesn't mean you're a multimillionaire. Yeah. Well, and can afford I am, it. but most aren't, you know. My kids will vouch for me how much money <laughs> I have because they all think I'm, I mean, no, I'm rich. But, um, Everybody yeah, knows no, you're rich. Just, Come on, you're there from all then. Yeah. Yeah, big deal. Well, it's yeah, funny when I... When I dropped him off at school, we had gone around the parking lot, and uh, they must have noticed my truck or whatever. We're walking by, and I'm with Christina and the kids, and a uh, guy goes, these two guys talking, hey, look, it's the maker. And they're like, huh, you know who my husband is? It's Christina. She goes, no, i seen his license plate. Uh. I was like, ah, I got a good eye. <laughs> but, but I thought it was a big deal for a minute. I mean, you could be. Yeah, you someday. you got to tell everybody that you're a big deal. That's yeah. all that matters, you mm -hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anybody making anything or anything like that? Or I made my really. wedding band. I feel like I talked about that last yeah, week. Yeah, we though, did. did. I? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I finished it because I I made it and I did like a kind of a shitty job on the inside. So I oh, good. It. <laughs> well, no, the first time I I finished it, it wasn't so great. And then I I actually forgot. I I, I couldn't think. I don't know why I was worried about over grinding the inside. Like, I was worried I was going to make it too big. And then I watched a Patrick Adair video, and I mm -hmm. saw the way they, like, clean up the inside of their rings is they chuck mm -hmm. them in the lathe, and then they use a Dremel to, like, grind the inside. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why I was so timid to, like, over-grind the inside. I, I didn't want to yeah. make it too big. I didn't want to, like, you know, once you overdo it, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So after I saw that video, I was like, huh. So I, I did exactly that. I put it in the lathe. I used my little fared, like, poly cap. And I mm -hmm. ground it. And it totally made it, like, made it so much better. Because I was trying to hand. I had, you know, sandpaper on the tip of my finger. And I was going oh, like God. this. You idiot. You know, and it's titanium. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, it's just yeah. like yeah. laughing at the sandpaper. Yeah. It's basically just like, fuck you. you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's that's kind of it. I'm working on that. I don't know. I feel like wearing a ring every day would drive me crazy. I can't. I can't wear it for more than like 20 minutes. And I'm yeah. already like. Yeah. And Angela knows that. There's no illusions. You know, it's kind of, it's kind mm. of, uh, it, you know, no, no one's expecting me to wear it. But, 
Yeah, I never liked like any, any kind of jeweler always making me nuts like that. Yeah. Just always like, fingers too would just make me crazy. Yeah. Somebody grabbing my fingers. I would like a nice watch to wear when you you go out to dinner or something. Yeah. But other than that, I, I never wear anything like yeah. on my wrists or any. I never wear I never wore a ring. Like no. ever. You working on any railings, Paul, or anything? I was just working on some today. Yeah, stainless. Yeah, we finally got like the cable we ordered. We get this. It's like Jacob is the company. It's like this German, like Mm -hmm. uh, cable rail manufacturer, and all of the cable that we ordered in the fittings got like stuck in Kentucky for some reason. Like that's the hub, like the UPS hub, and they were just sitting there. They had some sort of like problem, like UPS Mm. did. Um, they were sitting there for like over a week or something, and they needed the cables done, so we finally got them and put them in today. So, but they look really good. They're all stainless railings with cables and like mahogany uh, top. Mm. Yeah. So they look really cool. Nice. nice. Who did you did the mahogany work yourself? No, no, I didn't do that. Someone else. I don't know who Come they on, had. Dude, to do you it. got a saw stop. Yeah, but I mean, they. I don't know. They, I, I, I don't have any over. of that shit set up. Yeah, it'd be like more, it's more. Uh, track Fred down. I, I'm lucky I had him. Too last much week. work. Yeah, where's Fred been? I feel like we haven't seen him in Fred, a while. Fred was just on the job. I got stuff that I have. Uh, Fred, I, that I need Fred to do. I have bathrooms to build and offices to build, and like a paint room. So that's Fred's next couple of projects. But I had him working. What was it? Thursday and Friday different railings at a house in Westport. And this mm-hmm. guy, I don't know how he survives because it was a thousand degrees. We're beating like in direct sunlight. I drank probably five bottles of water in a large Gatorade. All he drank the entire day was one little can of Sprite. Yeah, like like, like Fred, an espresso. I'm like, like that's it. I'm like, Fred, can you please drink some water or some Gatorade? Like he I don't know what is wrong with him. Like he just doesn't he just won't eat. He won't drink anything. I'm like, he bought, like I sent him to go get Gatorades at the gas station down the street because I was dying. He bought three big ones. I'm like, Fred, there's two humongous Gatorades here. Can you drink one of them? He goes, oh, that stuff makes you thirstier. I'm like, oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> I love Fred. He's an interesting guy. Yeah, he's, he's funny. That's great, though. You know, you got to have interesting. Uh... Yeah, you got to have characters like that around. My goal. Um, be, how are the other guys that you have working for you? You got a couple of guys now, right? Well, yeah, one, that one son of a bitch freaking, he he uh, he he left because he got an offer for two months. This is how stupid some people are. He got he was begging me because he we used to work for one of my subs, and then he was really slow, and so he was like texting me all the time, like I need work. Do you have any work for me? And I'm like, yeah, I have. Come up, like I because he lives in New York. And he's like, but I don't have a car. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm like, hmm. well, what do you want me to do? Like, I like, <laughs> send you a helicopter? Like, I'm like, as soon as you get a car, like, I have work for you. And he finally, it was a whole long, that's a whole nother story, but he got a car somehow. And he came in for like two weeks and he's like, came up to me one day. He's like, I got to talk to you. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. He's like, I got a job to weld pipe in Pennsylvania. And I'm like, he's like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I, I can't, I mean, what do you want me to tell you? I'm like, you got to make the decision. Yeah. And he's like, it's for two months. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, just so you know, like, just because you go do your little thing for two months and think you're going to make, you know, more money. Don't come, Pipeline guy. Don't come back here in two months thinking I'm going to just let you right back in the door because I'm going to have someone to fill his place, which yeah. I already am working on now. We got something else we're, we're working on but to get nice. a bunch more people in the shop. But Very I don't exciting. know. Derek, we might have lost Derek. Derek, we can't hear you. Well, now you you sound like you're. Uh, I can just barely hear you. I can't hear anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's. I got I one guy like... who's the best employee on the face of the earth, and then like it's it's gonna be impossible to find another guy like that. Yeah, that's what happens. It's you know. That's like, uh, you know, it's like, it's like uh, when Matt and Macklin work for me, yeah. like, you know, like they don't really like work for me, work but like with you, yeah. they work with me. Like, uh, who am I going to find? Who am I going to find to replace Matt's presence on a job? Yeah. No, Matt is like, I would, Matt, Matt's the best. Yeah. He's, so Derek, ta- he's just talented up. too. Like, yeah. Well, that's what I say. Like Matt, Matt is like and with the woodworking like Macklin is sort of the same thing. Yeah. Uh but like Matt is the only person that I could get a job and not even touch it. Yeah, you and know, know it's that I could perfect. not I wouldn't have to do anything. Like I wouldn't have to change the price. Cuz I've been on jobs where I've had like people come in and I've been like, "Oh, it's going to be this much to do this." And then someone comes in and like subs. Yeah. And they do such a shitty job that I'm like I just reduce the price out of like like you know basically like sorry because like they suck but like the lion job that we just finished like i had so much going on when we were doing that like matt did like more than half that job yeah. basically without me there you know because i had to like i had to go to florida i had to like do so much stuff for work so am i back yes yeah. yes nice. um Good but yeah back. anyway we were talking about employees and how hard it is to find anyone that's worth doing anything mm, I bet. yeah it's almost impossible. the hardest that's why when I always did work, I just did it myself. Yep. It's just a pain in the ass. Yep. So. It's the it's the hardest thing to do is find anybody that's find anybody that you can rely on that you can trust without having to work one and a half times. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. when you have somebody, and I've had I've had people come in where I'm literally basically just doing my job and half of their job. Yeah. And then I'm like, why am I paying you any amount of money? You know, like to do this. You know, and I think they know it too because I'm. Uh, there's no reason for me to sugarcoat when someone comes in and does a shitty job. 
Yeah. You know, I'll tell them like, you know, or, or like at the end of the day, I'll be like, yeah, I don't need you anymore on this one. And they'll yeah. be like, oh, I thought we had a week's worth of work. And I'll be like, I do. But like, I don't need you on it. <laughs> you yeah. know, like. That's why I'm always telling Christina. She's like, you know, when she was working part time, like moving her around and all this stuff. I'm like, just apply someplace local. She's like, oh, I don't know how to do this. I don't I was like, you know how to show up every day. Yeah. That's, that's it. all they get. That's, that's they don't most care. of it. You just show up every day, they mm-hmm. don't care. You know, it's like that's half the battle. Nobody's responsible. Nobody does what they're supposed to. So Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's it's um it's crazy how many so like when I was down in Florida, um I was talking to the guys down there and they were telling me that like people are coming to work. And then getting a, a job offer for $1 more an hour and leaving like the next day. And that like their competitors, you know, their GCs, the competitors that they have down there will find out who's working for them. And then, and like, and cause it's a small community, I guess. And they'll find those guys and be like, Hey, I heard you're working for so-and-so. What if like, what's he paying you? Like, oh, he's paying you 20. I'll give you 22. Yeah. And they'll the guys will leave. They have no the no loyalty no at all. They don't give a shit. They'll just go, and it's like, wow, you know. Yeah, that's, that's like with this. But guy. That's it's what like, happens. This guy is so stupid. He leaves. He left for a job that is guaranteed to only last two months. It's like, what are you <laughs> gonna do after yeah, right. two that's months? Is up? Unless they're paying him so much money. It was. It was. You know? a, it was a good amount more money, but. Yeah, it's like first of all, he, he lives in New York, nowhere near Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got a fire going by. Fire Uh-oh. engine. Um. Uh-oh. Dad's cooking again. Yeah. Right. Dad's barbecuing again. Yeah, burning the steaks again. Well done. Um. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's hard to find good people. Like I have one. It's the hardest I, part. I'm gonna hang on to is forever as long as I can. You know. Yeah. There's a, uh, there, the, the guy that I was talking, one of the other guys I was talking to in Florida was saying that like two of his guys were out with COVID. He went COVID. He said they've been yeah. out for three and a half weeks with COVID. Yeah. So he thinks they're just pulling his chain and don't want to work. So this guy like runs like a pretty large residential construction company. And he, before he could come and meet with me, he had to go home and change cause he'd been hanging drywall all day. Yeah. He's like, I don't have anybody. He's like, I, you know, he's like, I didn't, you know, he goes, I used to do the work myself. So sometimes you have to just go back and do the work yourself again, you know? And it's like, you know, obviously we all deal with that, right? We all have to do our own work, but it's crazy when you have a company of that level and you have that, those same problems, mm. you know, I don't know. There's definitely, I think that we have like a real serious skills gap. That dude, Mike Rowe always talks about the skill gap because yeah. like so few people are, are talented and, and have any interest in doing anything. But I think that in like five years, it'll be even wider than it is now. And it'll be like, it'll be so much worse for everyone. Cause that, well, what happens is the, the skilled labor becomes so specialized and rare that every price goes up across the board and exactly. no one can afford to get anything done. It's going to be you bad. Know, like, like, oh, yeah. All the kids nowadays have no interest in doing any type of like physical work. Yeah. And they all think they're just going to go to college and spend $200,000 in student loans and then they're going to come out and they're going to have a job waiting for them. It's like none, there's, there's not enough of those jobs. And there's plenty of like jobs out? in the trades. <laughs> What's that? I said, why'd you have to single my kid out? Oh. 
I mean, Poor Max. I don't know. It, it, don't worry, Max. We love you. Most fathers tell them on the way, you know, no, no drinking, no drugs. I'm like, listen, after the first semester, if you feel you don't want to stay here anymore, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just come home. There's oh, no shame. There's you're no so shame. funny. You're so funny. Mm. Fucking love it. I mean, yeah. like, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, like, like I don't know anybody. Like, like actually, one, one. You know, it's funny you said that. So one of my son's friends. He um, he's going to community college, but now he doesn't think he's going to, and he's working at a restaurant. But he wants to go to school, become a plumber, and one you of my good a lot friends of money is as a like, uh, dude, one of my buddies, he's like job. the big wig of the plumbers union, and he runs a whole. He's the one that had I had the video of that Lincoln thing, that pipe thing that cuts the pipe a couple mm. of years ago. I posted. He runs that like he's not, you know doing people's toilets like they're doing sub assemblies in this warehouse in boston that you know they pick up and they install them in pharmaceutical companies and shit like that like he's not going out like they do everything indoors you know and mm. like a like it's like a warehouse like a factory type setting you know yeah and i'm like saying to myself i says have him call me and if he's interested and i'll talk to the guy and see if i can get him because the guy's just telling me if, if max wants to do it let me know and um you know, I'm saying to myself, they probably start them off, like, making decent money. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like, and, you know, I'm, like, saying, geez, if the kid did it after five years, like, he'd probably be, you know, doing okay and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just crazy, though. But nobody wants to do that stuff anymore. It's just, I, I don't understand it, but yep. whatever. There's, I like, think a whole perception could... that it's, it's like... Uh, 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 you're, it's like below certain people like like oh I'm yeah. not gonna yep. do that like I I, yeah. I want to be educated I, I don't know yeah. it's it's not crucial I mean I literally would climb out of manholes in, in downtown Boston and guys in suits being like oh man you got such a cool job I wish I could do this and I wasn't in an office all day like it's like mm-hmm. you know the grass is always green and like people think like oh i want to work in an office and this and then they get mm-hmm. that type of job and they're like you're gonna be shitting me this is horrible yep and yeah. then it's too late you know but it's you know i i don't know i i find you know working with your hands rewarding and i just i don't know and it's yeah, like you probably have to be to you know to be a real skilled like tradesman you have to most likely you're a lot smarter than most of the people working in offices because mm-hmm. it's not you have to be good at math you have to be good you know oh, yeah. design shit and, and and plan things out it's like yep. you know most people graduating college with degrees couldn't do the shit i'm trying to do right now you know all the yeah. different things like there's there's no way like and they wouldn't have a clue yeah and you have to have business sense too like if you own your yeah. own plumbing company you can't just you know wing it you know, I'm just going to charge $60 an hour and, you know, hope for the yep. best. I mean, you got to know what the hell you're doing. You know? Some people so, do that. I definitely yeah. know some guys that do that. They just have, like, Dude, an hourly rate. That's what I did, when, and that's why yeah. I, I was never successful because I yeah. just would charge by the hour, pay people yeah. by the day, and, you know, couldn't figure out why I couldn't make any money, you know. Yeah. And it's, it's just a lot more to that, you know. Yeah. It's not that simple. But, well, I always used to joke about how, like, before I really – I think it was it was before I had like my business as a real business. Like before I when I was working out of the garage and I would like work I would like, you know, do side jobs or I would work as a handyman, like I didn't have to do it really. I mean, uh-huh. you know, I, I just I didn't know what else to do. 
You know, like I always worked a second job, but I always used to say that I was really good at making stuff and I wasn't so good at making money. And then once you have to pay a rent every month and Uh it's just you and your name's on the lease, you have to become good at making money. You have to, otherwise you're dead, you know, like, and your life depends on your ability to make real income. Um, like you work a job and I think a lot of my friends are where, you know, a lot of, and a lot of, I think everyone that we know, we all start there, right? You become great at making stuff and then you somehow have to figure out a way for somebody to pay you an actual livable wage to do it. And that's the hardest like transition. But I think that like, and Jimmy has said this before, like you force yourself into the, into the, uh, like into the circumstance where you don't have a choice, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't have a choice. Like I don't have a choice. I have to make almost $3,000 a month just to keep my shop open. Mm-hmm. Like I have to. So either yeah. I have to make it in the shop, welding, grinding and making woodworking shit or whatever I'm doing, or I have to make it at my day job. And then I have to take it out of my bank account and put it towards the shop. Like you have no choice. Yeah. And I think that like the quickest way to learn the quickest way to that education is to, to, to force yourself into it. And obviously it doesn't always work out, right? A lot of people like, you know, and especially now, like I see people like they buy like a CNC machine and they start a business and they lay themselves out with 20 or $30,000 in debt and then they go under. I mean, that's where I get most of my machines from yeah, the yeah. guys that don't make yeah, it. Yeah. But um, I think like, you know, if you do it in the right way, it's a it's a real it's a real education that like you, you can't even put a price tag on. You know, it's crazy how valuable it is. Yeah, well, that's what somebody know. that was just giving me a pep talk about it and about, you know, possibly one day leaving my job. And they're like, you know, they're like, dude, you got to just do it and you'll figure out how to make the money. They're like, yeah. right now you don't have to. So you're not forcing yourself. So if you don't feel like doing something, you're not doing it. But, you yep. know, when you all, you know, have to make that that, you know, not every month, it's like you'll be you'll do it, you know, and it's uh you know, it's just, it's too easy to stay where I'm at now, but, you know, in time, you know, it's just, it's hot, but it, it's not as easy as people would think, that's for sure. Oh, no, it's definitely not. I mean, and, you know, some people like step, you can step into it, and if you, you know, you get into a good niche, you can, you can do really well, but there's so many factors that come along with, like, operating, and I think, I, I think I've told you guys, like, I went to an auction once, and it was this huge lighting company. That had like been on like one of these like uh, what, like a modern Marvel show like it was a mm-hmm. huge long standing Long Island lighting company. Made. It might have been on How It's Made, and I and I went to the auction. I bought a couple things, and um, they were offering to load a, uh, a air compressor I bought into my truck with a forklift. And I was like, listen, like, I, I don't want to, like, pay rigor. Like, and the guy was like, no, it's my forklift. He's like, I, this was my business. And I was like, oh. I was like, all right, well, like, I still don't want you to load it with a forklift because I'll never get it out. You know, like, I have that I have that thing about, like, loading with a forklift when you don't have one. So he's like, all right, like, fine. And I was like, oh, well, you know, let me ask you, like, what happened? And he's like, dude, we took one LED job and it went bad. It was supposed to take one year. And by the third year, we had lost so much money that we couldn't recover. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yeah. And I'm like, so what was that job worth? $10 million, whatever it was that they tried to stretch it out because they couldn't get it done in a year. They couldn't get it done in two years. And by the third year, it closed their business. Yeah. And this company had 
you know, millions of dollars worth of shit. They had their own, they had their own powder coating department. They had their own water jet department. They had their own CNC machine shop. They had racks and racks of inventory. I mean, so much stuff Mm. in probably 35,000 square feet. And it all went for like nothing. Yeah. Like nothing. The water jet went for seven grand. I remember that because I was like, holy shit, seven grand is what I paid for my Wazer mm. or whatever it was. And it was like, you know, like a full size water jet. Yeah. Um, That's why, but, I you know, like it doesn't take that much. You kind of want to make you want to make money with your business and then put it into other things. Yeah. Like you don't want to not just into in, back into your own business, into the like yeah. every single penny into the business because yeah, it could always, it could always like you never know what could happen. Like, oh, yeah. even if you're a great businessman, yeah. you never know. Like, you got to be, like, you got to diversify well, into other things. My neighbor was a perfect example. He started, his father was an immigrant. He started working, it was at a produce shop. Like, they, like, handled produce and, like, they were, like, a distributor or something. But they were, like, for sub shops and stuff like that. Did a couple million in sales. And he worked there when he went through college. And his father's like, oh, come work here, you know, in the offices and stuff. And the guy that owned the business inherited it and really didn't want it. So this kid made it from a $2 million a year business to making like $30 million a year. Wow. Doing like $30 million a year in business. And, you know, tons of truck drivers and everything. And I remember him telling me he used to have to make $75,000 a day just to keep the doors open. Oh, so shit. everything was going great. And... You would buy, I don't understand, like, business, but, like, he was buying, like, all, everything in futures because, mm. like, you know, to, you know, save money, you would have to, you know, and all this stuff. So he had bought, like, cabbage. I don't know if you got, like, cabbage and lettuce and, uh, and you know, bought it all. And then 9-11 came, and all the hotels closed. Every Like, stopped. Oh, Everybody stopped yeah. traveling. Everything. The kid lost everything. And he ended up saving it. He had so much money saved, he was, like, bankrolling the company. But he wasn't investing into um, the pension fund. And he ended up getting sued. And he lost the case. And he had to sell the house next door. Wow. Lost everything. And, you know, I just talked to him. I hadn't talked to him in a couple years. And, um, you know, we just talked about actually while I was filming the show. And, you know, he's happy. He's doing okay for himself. And, um, you know, his life's good. But, um like he lost everything and it was just it was sad to see and you know he made this small company into this big successful company but you know he i just remember him telling me he's like fucking cabbage he goes it killed me you know and i never understood like how that shit worked but Mm -hmm. like you know he was you know banking on trying to make more money and all this shit but it just it's you know complex but it just you know he had a lot of people working for him and you know, there's a lot of people that had worked for this company for like 30 years and they, you know, were gone. So it, it just, it sucked for a lot of people, but you know, just something like that. He never saw that coming, you know, just like COVID. I mean, COVID yeah. was great for some businesses, but it destroyed a lot of other businesses, you know, yeah. who never would have known, yeah. you know, like how many people would have laughed, you know, two years ago. Like, I mean, you get married and saying, you know, in your contract, make sure there's a clause in there for, uh, pandemic and shit yeah. to some people are like what mm-hmm. think about the bubonic plague or something yep. you know what i mean like it, it would have been laughable yeah and now it's like you know no brainer you know mm-hmm. yeah so, it's crazy it's, it's funny it's how crazy life changes you know? oops nope. sorry jeff <laughs> speaking yeah. of jeff we need yeah. to have him on really because jeff. he was texting me saying i blew Uh-oh. him off because uh, i asked him to come on did, and then didn't he, he want to be accommodated at special hours? 
Didn't What's want, that? Like, senior, didn't he want like seniors hours or something like that? Well, it was he a gets the very specific. Special. It was a very specific time, which I don't blame him, because that's normally yeah. how I would do things. But you know, we do things a little different around here. We do things different. Listen, we have a rolling schedule. We have a rolling yeah. schedule. We have Jeff on here, and we call him up. Jeff, we're going to have to do it tomorrow at 5. Yeah, he'd like, he'd like saying no. nothing. He, I'm doing I'm it good. today by myself. Jeff fade a single track on the Handmade Podcast. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. We'll see if we can squeeze him in. You know, it's funny you said that, because I was thinking of that. Remember we were going to have on a guest every once in a while, then we had one guest, and he... He got up and walked away during the middle of the, the show. Yeah. So he never did. had another guest on. I remember that. We got burned so bad by our first and only guest, we never had another one. Yeah, he really, uh, yeah, he, he vanished on us. Maybe Paul could call up Jeff and he could work that out for us. Paul could be a spokesperson. I'll we'll try. We out. just need to be able to do the time he's available. Which yeah. I could figure out. You know, if I, if I'm I know. The, I, my schedule is the most fucked up because I have so many million things going on. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Every every yeah, every week there's some something wrong. But anyway, you what you guys so been watching? Uh oh. I know. I gotta wrap this up. Yeah. What What do you guys been watching? Give me something good. You know what? I was watching something good. Let me think. Let me look. Let me look back at my history. <sighs> I should talk. I should talk about. I don't have anything good for what I'm watching, but I should talk about the the band I went and saw. Who'd you say? Greta Van Fleet. Oh, I hear. I I've heard their song. Their songs. They're good. They're like the Led Zeppelin. They're like the new Led Zeppelin. It's just like Led Zeppelin. Like some of the songs are like almost the same. Yeah. They're really good. Yeah, I would imagine they're great in concert. It was a great show. It was really really entertaining. They sounded awesome. Like. I, I've been listening to all their songs now. Like, I just heard of them because my friend called me up. He's like, do you want to go to a Greta Van Fleet concert? I'm like, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. And I looked them up. I'm like, wow, these guys are pretty good. And then I saw it in person, and they blew me away. Like, they've yeah, got they're great fantastic. songs. They're like 22 or 24. Mm-hmm. They're they're literally like a 70s rock band. Well, like Growing up, I loved Led yeah. Zeppelin, that and Pink Floyd, so I will definitely give that a listen. You got to listen yeah, to them. Yeah, they're good. They're good. All right. Like, All right. There's videos of the guys from Led Zeppelin listening to them being like, holy shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, there's um, two songs that are kind of like so close to Led Zeppelin. It's like, huh, they kind of yeah. like copied them a little bit. But then all their mm. other songs are, are a little different. And, you know, mm. they're they're the, the guy who, the, say, the lead singer is like got a crazy voice. He sounds just like Robert yeah. Plant. But mm. they're three brothers yeah, they're and then like their friend is the drummer. It's just four of them. And they are super talented. Yeah, Greta Van Fleet. Check them out. You know who I've been watching? Who you've been watching? And it's just been crazy. Stumpy Nubs Woodworking. Oh, Oh, my God. And it's so crazy. So I'm going to be straight. I never watched Stumpy Nubs. I never liked Stumpy Nubs. And I was talking to um, Chris Burton. And he was telling me, he goes, I never liked you. No, 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 no. He's telling me, he goes, dude, he goes, my channel kind of exploded last week. He goes, Stumpy Nubs mentioned me in one of his videos. And he's like, he really didn't need to and blah, blah, blah going on. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I like that dude. I said, I know that dude. But I was like, I just don't like his videos, like the style, (laughs) they're too set up and everything. So I says, let me see what he's talking about. So I put it on and I put on the wrong video. 
and he was talking about the type of camera he used. And I was like, oh, wow, that was pretty interesting. You know, he went through the reasons why he upgraded his cameras. So then he talked about, like, this other thing. And before I know it, I watched, like, 15 of his videos, right, Stumpy Nubs. And I was like, like, this fucking dude, like, he's, like, hardcore. Like, he, he puts a lot of work in. Like, it's a full-on production. Don't sleep on like, Stumpy Nubs. Like, he explained yeah. one of the videos. Yeah, well, he got the name because he said when he started, he's been doing it for, like, 10 years and um everybody had a name and he thought just stumpy nubs would be funny like a woodworker that like had his finger cut off and he explains this before his accident so he's like i've never had any accidents i get all my fingers you know but um yeah it was just funny and i was like wow this guy's really like he really like it's like his whole family's involved he's got like a half brother that's like special needs like and He's in some of the videos, and it's just, I was like, wow, that's, it's its a lot. He's got a lot going on that dude. Full-time job. Oh, yeah, but it's, like, really, like, professional, like, what he's got, you know, he's got, like. Yeah, he's whole, got, like, a Facebook group. He, he does yeah. the whole thing. Oh, he yeah, does that's the, what I'm saying. The like, whole he's, thing. he's involved. Yeah. Like, that's his yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and it just, it was just kind of cool to see, and I was just kind of surprised at myself because I just don't like those type videos, and um, I liked it. You know what's funny? I, I, I've watched some of his videos. I hate his fucking avatar. His little picture. Yeah, that, dude, that's what it is. That's I why hate I couldn't it. do it. I, I hate it. Dude, I hate it. I remember watching his videos. Those little things. The yeah. th- the little, this. I, it's yes, this. Dude, it's this, like, yeah. shitty cartoon. And, yep. like, you know, if the he's listening to this, videos I'm sorry. It. Yeah, but same, your same videos way. are great, but I hate I hate your avatar. If if we well, met in person, honestly, I'd tell you to your face. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, that's what it was for me too. I don't like when people have like those cartoon things. Like it yeah. just really turns me off. And um, you know, even on their thumbnails and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's what it was like. All his videos, it started off with like a spinning saw blade with like cartoon uh. sawdust coming out of it. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I just, it's just too yeah. much for me. It's like I just want to see what you're working on. Yeah. But it's just really cool. Like he has like a video where he explains like woodworking, and then like he throws in clips of like projects they're working on the shop that they're selling plans on in his biz. Like he's fucking got it all going on, that dude. Yeah, it's, it's he's got you coming and going, but it, it just it was like it was just pretty cool to see. But yeah, that's what I didn't like about his stuff either. Just all those little cartoon things and too much, too much. I think I have his book. He yeah, yeah, his books. He's got a blog, a he, website. Yeah. He does all the shit that like. Yeah. I feel like he does all the stuff everyone did five years ago. Yeah. But like yeah. no one does he's anymore. Still doing it. He's the one guy doing but he, it still. Yeah, like he's got like his website with his project he's plans. And, yeah, no one like no one no <laughs> one's doing that. Apparently, no one's doing he that. He sends out a paper newsletter still. He but, might. Uh, but no, it, it just uh, But yeah, no, he, he does good chance. shit. Get past check the cartoons. Out, check out Snoopy Up. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, well nobody mentioned it, so I'm gonna have to talk about my dude, boy whistling diesel. I, dude, it's so funny. Oh so shit. That. I did I, watch I, that. I was I was gonna start off and say the pick of the week is whistling diesel. You have to watch it. Just go on from that. It's dude, absolutely fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. The engineering and the work that went into this vehicle is so ridiculous. And he's gonna like, destroy it? Yeah, it's he couldn't. He couldn't destroy He's gonna it. He's going to try to. He's going to try to, but I don't think he could destroy it. Like, under... I don't know what he could do. Because his last one... This is so much heavier duty than his last one. Like, I, I can't imagine what he can't 
like pull or drive over. I mean, the thing is yeah. so unbelievable. He had to spend seven hundred fifty thousand dollars on this thing. He had to. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine. Because the tires alone have to be like. I mean, those are like agriculture tires. They're the largest agriculture tire that you can buy. They got to be like thirty five, forty thousand dollars each. I would think. Did you? Watch I mean, just the think about video? the rubber. Yes. Yeah. With the I, horn, I felt, and he goes I, through the drivetrain. Dude, I felt so bad the fucking end when he's like fucking the fucking tow truck driver took a picture of it and posted. He's like, I got to edit this fucking video and release it early. Did you see that part? No, Uh, I didn't see that part. The very end? Yeah. A fucking tow truck driver drove by, took a picture of the truck and posted it online. So he literally is racing home. And he's like, that motherfucker wasn't supposed to be out till next week. Oh, shit. Edit this and put it out tonight. So this guy doesn't ruin my surprise. Jesus Christ. Imagine uh, that. I felt bad, you know, all that bullshit that, right. you know, a kid went through. But, dude, but un- unbelievable. I meant to call you the other day. I watched it. I was like, yeah. fucking nuts. It's it's so crazy. It's amazing. He was, he was bringing it to uh, this, like, this, the farm progress show, like a farming and agriculture show in Illinois. That was where he was bringing it to. <laughs> and I guess just because, like, people are interested in that i don't know it's not a truck show but i mean it's just insane it's the biggest dude, how about pickup the truck. cop the fuck yes I, yes i, I was watching dude yeah the cop pull him over to tell me he's a huge fan of the show yeah. or something i or well he's it? i yeah he probably recognized this car yeah. right i mean if you yeah. saw that car like yeah it's just crazy. you know the 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 dark green uh r8 with the yeah. titanium exhaust yeah it's crazy. I mean, you know what? And, like, good for him. Like, that video was number one on trending a couple days ago. Oh, really? Like, the number one trending video on YouTube. Nice. But now how's he making money? Is he getting Now it's number sense? 16. Like, does he run ads yeah. in those videos? Yeah. Oh, he, he does. Uh, I, I think he does. He bleeps out the curses. Yeah. And okay. he um, he sells. I, he must sell a ton yeah. of yeah. merch. Yeah. He must sell an absolute ton of merch. Yeah. Um, cause that sticker, the, the, this truck means nothing to me. He has to have sold like hundreds of thousands of those stickers, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Um, plus dude, his videos, I, I, I looked at his channel the other day just cause I was interested. I thought the same thing. I'm like, well, you know, like how much could he really be making? Cause I mean, he's got a couple million dollars. He just bought a huge farm, you know, like he's got a couple million dollars worth of cars. Anyways. I mean, yeah, before any yeah those I mean, farmers, they they had some heavy-duty farm equipment going Yeah, on. but I mean, even still, like, to burn money the way he burns it on, like, oh, the Hellcat yeah. and the trucks and all that other bullshit, he, um, some of his videos, like, you know, 18, 20 million, 10 million, like, he's got a bunch of videos that he's probably making, like, serious AdSense on every month. He's probably making 25, 35, if not more, mm. a month just in that, you know? Um, so it if he's got that going that, and like people just don't get his stick though. It's yeah, like, I know. It yeah, just, people... It's like, how can people be so stupid? People are fucking just... stupid. That's what it is. People it's are stupid. Like, he's so funny though. He's just such a fucking dope. It's hysterical. The I love whole, the horn. The horn is, the horn is, huh? the horn is unbelievable. Dude, I, I would just love to hear horn. that. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, a, it's just crazy. It's amazing. It's amazing. Good for him. I, I would love to meet this dude one day. I'd love to build something for him. That would be... I'd love to yeah. do a project that, like, he's got his head behind because just, like, I feel like, you know, and there's obviously a lot of other people that have these crazy thoughts, but, like, for him to be able to tell these guys, right? Like, the guys that built this truck don't build shit like this. 
You know, like they build big implements. Yeah, they put in a new garage door so that they could get the truck out. But like, you know, he found guys that he thought were capable and just said, yeah, I'll give you enough money to do what needs to be done. You know, Mm -hmm. like that's that's a dream for somebody that wants to fabricate like wild shit. And I was thinking that too. Like he had to throw so much money at them. Like they just went full bore on this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And like, like stop like doing everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's yeah. a lot of time and money invested in that thing. Yeah. You know, and they did a beautiful job on it. Yeah. yeah it's really unbelievable. Did. Yeah. It's crazy. It was, was it like 75 spools of welding wire or something yeah. like that. Or yeah, it's like over a thousand pounds of MIG wire yeah. on it's the whole nuts. thing. It's crazy. Wow. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Good for him. Shout out to Whistling 50, Diesel. 55-gallon drum of oil in the drop box. There. Yeah, I love 55 it. 55 gallons of oil. Yep. <laughs> uh, he'll do something funny with Jesus it. Christ. Oh, yeah. Well, like, he already, like, his last one, I watched the video when they were talking about building this one, and he talked about why they had to do the drop box the way they did it, and he mm-hmm. showed, like, a compilation of him blowing his his drive drivetrain or his dropbox in like six other trucks like pulling like pulling seven other trucks or mm. you know pulling <laughs> trying to pull that guy demolition matt's tank you know like mm. doing all these crazy different things that like tortured his other vehicles and then eventually like getting to this point where he's got no choice but to you know build it so big but like what is i don't even know what he does from here you know i don't know yeah it's gonna be crazy count his money can't wait to see it right i know uh, that new property he bought is unbelievable i mean it's like it's so cool mm. good for him yeah so, so anyway right. i gotta get i gotta i got a meeting so i gotta get to the shop and get to work all right and uh yeah all right thanks everybody for listening check us out on patreon handmadepodcast.patreon.net and uh, myspace.com backsplash um, Derek from Alden. First one that goes on my own, get a special prize this month. Yep. Thank you. Yep. That's it. See you guys later. Goodbye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.